0: Good afternoon, this is John here on the lower seat. I uh, wanted to share a few things with y'all today on um, contentment. Uh, something the Lord placed heavily on my heart this morning as I was driving to work. Um, and actually, you know, this past week, I've been thinking a lot about uh, being at peace uh, in the midst of turmoil or, or viruses and all these different things with orders to stay home and orders to wear masks and all these different um, issues that we're dealing with today. Um, I know fear is a large part of it. The enemy likes to use the spirit of fear to uh, distract us from the Lord. And God really reminded me of just how peaceful um, he is, how quiet he even is, even during this. Um, he's never loud, rude. Um, he just he continues to minister to us in the quiet times, in the moments when we're alone with him. And with there's no distractions. Uh, really reminds me to uh, take those thoughts that I would have sometimes that make me anxious and make them obedient to Jesus. Uh, knowing that He is faithful to His promises, He will um, guard our heart, our hearts and our minds in Him. And I'm just so thankful um, to be a believer today. I'm so thankful to have that peace that surpasses all understanding I'm so thankful to have a relationship with a loving God that cared enough for me to die on a cross for my sins. Um, I want to pray real quick because this is seems to be um, definitely the most important part of anything anymore is prayer. And then uh, I'll share a few things with y'all. Lord, in Jesus' name, God, I just Thank you so much for this day, this time um, that we're experiencing in our our world, Lord, where you are truly calling people to you, Lord you're giving such an opportunity for people to come to know you. God, I pray for every evangelist, evangelist-minded person um, that hears this message, that hears from you at any time, Lord. You would just give them confidence, Lord, uh, to respond to your call and to share the gospel with those that are hurting. So many unbelievers have so many questions, Lord, and they're vulnerable right now and their hearts are open. They're looking for answers and they're not finding them within their familiar realm of worldly um, affections. I thank you, God, that you have uh, given each of us a hole shaped that only you can fill in our hearts. And God, I thank you that you're calling out to um, dry bones. Lord, you're calling out to the lost. You're calling out to those who are walking in darkness, who are in a pit, and throwing them a lifesaver. God, you're you're showing them... um, your spirit through your people. You're showing them salvation through, um, those that are willing to answer the call. God, I pray for uh, a special anointing on people today as they share the gospel and share the cross, Lord, and just pray, Lord, that you would just pour your spirit out on your people. Lord, let this, this lost and dying world see the importance of the cross, see the importance of Jesus. I think you got that you'll, um, Help us, God. Strengthen us. Give us the encouragement, Lord. Even the desire in our hearts to fulfill uh, what you called us to do. To go out and make disciples of all nations. We love you and praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Um, I came across a, a statement um, by J.C. Ryle. J.C. Ryle was an English Evangelical in the U.K., Uh, who died in 1900. He was born in 1816, so even at that time, he lived to be a pretty old man at 84 years old. He writes, um, Learning contentment at the foot of the cross. Would I learn how to be contented and cheerful under all the cares and anxieties of life? What school shall I go to? How shall I attain this state of mind most easily? Shall I look at the sovereignty of God, the wisdom of God, the providence of God, the love of God, It is well to do so, but I have a better argument still. I will look at Calvary and the crucifixion. I feel that he who spared not only his his only begotten son, but delivered him up to die for me, will surely with him give me all things that I really need. He that endured that pain for my soul will surely not withhold from me anything that is really good. He that has done the greater things for me will doubtless do the lesser things also. He that gave his own blood to procure me a home will unquestionably supply me with all that is really profitable for me, by the way. Ah, reader, there is no school for learning contentment that can be compared with Calvary and the foot of the cross. That just stirs me to my core. Uh, with all, all the anxieties of this world and all the the detriment of of death and, and fear and these things that consume the lost and how they wear on the believer. And we have to constantly be in prayer, constantly be in the Word, constantly be in fellowship of some sort as much as possible. We need that exhortation and encouragement to be reminded of why we're really here. We were created for Jesus. Everything is about Jesus. Every single thing is about Jesus. Every bit of it. And we have to be reminded that um, He's first. He's first in all things. The cross is the basis for our salvation. If there's no cross, there's no eternity in heaven with Him. We would be separated. And it just stirs me to my absolute core to think about how much God loved us, that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, and that He was able to take upon all the weight of all the sin of all the world on his shoulders and give us an opportunity to be called sons of God um, in Philippians 4 we know the familiar verse um, that says in verse 6 to be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus I love this verse because this verse commands us to not fear. This verse gives us um, uh, opportunity to pray and to make our request known to the Lord. The peace of God comes, which surpasses all understanding, comes through this prayer. It comes through this connection with the Lord, this relationship that we have with the living God. When we start to experience anxieties, we start to experience um, even at, to the point of sharing the gospel with someone, and God's telling you to share with somebody, and, and you hold back because you're afraid of rejection. That's not from God. The enemy's going to fight you tooth and nail. Right now, he has um, a, a platform of his own that he can use with fear over many people, and it's going to continue as long as um, this disease is running running rampant through the world. It doesn't matter um, what we think of it. It's how he uses it. And I just want to encourage you today that when you begin to uh, isolate yourself in your uh, thinking and you concentrate too heavily on the things of this world, we are, in a sense, rejecting our relationship with the Lord. Because when we go to the next verse in in 8, it says, Meditate on these things. That's the entitlement of the verse. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. These things. Give your time to the things that glorify God. Give your time to showing people that you are set apart from this world. We are to be light. We're to reflect the light of Jesus our talk, our speech, our conduct should be salty with the Holy Spirit. It should have a seasoning of the Holy Spirit, something that's different from what people are used to hearing. When you hear doom and gloom, and you hear about people dying, we're certainly going to pray for them, and we're certainly going to wash hands and and sanitize and do all the things that are responsible to do. But we're not to meditate on it. We're not to give place to the enemy. We're not to encourage fear. We're not to condone fear. We're not to um, be involved in, in useless, you know, conversations with people that avail nothing. If somebody's worried or afraid, ask them if you can pray for them. If somebody's looking for um, answers, share with them in the Word of God. Share with them this Scripture. Give them an opportunity to understand that there is a loving God that died for them. Talk to them about Jesus. Talk to them about the cross. Explain the cross to them. Um, the hope that you have, the reason why you don't share the same fears that they have. Uh, there's a difference between being concerned and being afraid. And being concerned for somebody ultimately should be a concern for their soul. Where What happens when they die? Um, you know, they have one or two choices. They're either saved and they spend eternity with the Lord, or they spend eternity apart from Him. And I just wanted to be uh, encouraging today to those of us that are struggling maybe with some of these things and we're trying to uh, reconcile um, what all this is for and why we're experiencing um, the issues that we're going through today and the things that we're dealing with today with the coronavirus. I know some people have lost jobs. Some people have uh, relatives or friends that are sick. Um, Some people have people that have passed away. And I just want to let you know that, man, God knows about that. And He is concerned for you. He cares about you. He cares about the little things. But we have to take the priority and the focus off of ourselves and put it back on Him. It's about Him. Everything's about Him. We were created by Him, through Him, and for Him. And if He's not first in our lives, then He's second. And that simply can't be for our Creator. The last verse in 9 says, The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. You know, Paul's talking um, here to the church at Philippi, but he's really, this verse is really um, global. It really talks to Christians everywhere. You know, to mimic him in that way, is Paul's an example of Jesus. You know, Paul is living a life that... Um, to be an example to those that uh, have heard from him about the Lord. And we are the only example, maybe the only Bible um, some people ever read. And if our, if our countenance isn't different than theirs, then we're not sharing Jesus with them. So I know you guys are, are doing um, as much as you can. And I know it's hard to talk to people when you can't be near them. I just want to encourage you again, pray for them. Pray for opportunities. Uh, Pray for souls, uh, lost souls that God will give you an opportunity to uh, talk to. I was able to share with one a few days ago uh, at my job on an inspector um, who grew up in church and we walked away as soon as he was old enough to leave his home. And had a good conversation with him and talked to him about salvation, talked to him about Jesus. And it just kind of explained to him, you know, what my relationship with the Lord is like, and what it was like before him, and what it was like when I pretended to be a Christian, or thought I was a Christian, before I really gave my life to him. And it was really encouraging, and I asked him, you know, if he would listen to even this podcast, if he would listen to, you know, anything, and he said yes. So I sent him some stuff, and uh, he's somebody that I'm going to see again, because he inspects where I'm working, so... Please pray for him. His name is Bill. He's um, 31 years old and a um, nice guy. I uh, just want to pray for you guys one more time. I want to give you some more encouragement uh, in prayer and just pray that God really meets the needs out there as we're dealing with the circumstances that we have and keeping our focus on Jesus. Lord, in, the, in your precious name, we come before you once again. Lord, I'm just thanking you for these opportunities. Thanking you, God, for soft hearts, tender hearts, Lord. People um, are looking, Lord God, they're really searching. I've heard so much with, you know, prayer, and I've heard so much more, you know, even Christian music and stuff being played. People looking for hope. People putting up Christmas lights that says hope. Lord, the only hope is in you. And God, I pray that you would... um, I pray, Lord God, that you would touch the hearts of those that don't know you, God, and you would draw them out of darkness. Use those that belong to you to share your gospel with them. And Lord, let us never forget the cross. Let us always have our focus to be on the cross and the significance of what it means. God, I thank you. I praise you. I pray for each one of those that hear this encouragement, Lord, and and seek to do your will, Lord God, that you would give them boldness you would give them uh, a tender heart, Lord, to to have hearts that break for what breaks yours. Lord, we know you love the loss. You said while we were yet sinners, you died for us. Thank you, God, for saving us. Help us, Lord God, to uh, plant seeds in the lives of those who don't know you, Lord, and to be a light, God, to be an encouragement, to be there to pray for someone, to cry with someone, Lord, to laugh with them, to help them, Lord. Um, have a better understanding of why you died for us and I pray God ultimately for salvation I pray for salvation of many thank you Lord that this whole storm will will be um, the um, a preview of what's to come in revival when it passes we thank you God we praise you pray for our pastors our church Calvary Houston pray for um, all those that that hear this message Lord wherever they attend wherever they go That you would be with them. You would bless them, Lord. uh, Bless whatever their hands touch for your glory. God, And I pray that we would never forget, Lord. Never forget. It's all about you, Lord Jesus. Every single bit of it is about you. God, I love you so much. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.